T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We got a great show for you today. I like how uh, Big Mac put himself in the open now. I mean, he does the open. He produces it. And he figured after uh, 28 months, let me put my voice in the open. As if that's going to get him more more air time. Or make people think he's a bigger bigger part of the show. Uh, The show does that all by itself. Oh, that's great. Well, uh, it seems like we're getting some good news regarding the uh, recovery of Hamlin, who uh, is now, uh, I guess, oxygen-wise, 50-50 with a ventilator. It was 100% all ventilator, obviously, the first 24 hours. But that uh, sounds like it's going uh, in the right uh, direction. But uh, clearly, he is not anywhere close to being out of the woods totally yet. So you uh, you still keep a small part of your feelings and thoughts uh, with him and his family. They still uh, you'll suffer through all this. Uh, in the meantime, you know, sadly, this is kind of the way things go. Life does go on for everybody else, meaning the NFL is back. Week 18 this weekend, New York Giants have a decision to make. Do you play anybody? Does Saquon Barkley even put on a uniform? Does Daniel Jones put on a uniform? Or do you use this week to get everybody and anybody healthy physically, you know, refreshed mentally, and get ready for right now would be a road playoff game against the Minnesota Vikings. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you? I'm doing all right. What do you think about that? You play him a quarter, a half? Just because who are you not to play them? Every year we have this discussion, usually not with the Jets and Giants because they're not in the playoffs. And every year people always cite back the Patriot-Giant game from 2007. Yeah, but this is so much different in my opinion. I completely agree, and here's why. Every other time the Jets or Giants rarely, but other teams play and have to make a decision like this, we all forget what happens next. We all do. Right. Like, just so happens they won a Super Bowl. Right. We cite that one because it's the most memorable decision ever made in terms of rest or no rest. Right. It's it's the only one we ever cite. And by the way, you can make the argument back then, and we don't want to regurgitate the whole thing. That's the only reason the Patriots played it out is that they're going for the perfect season. No, no, absolutely. And right. then we saw years later teams decide not to go for a perfect season. But anytime we have these discussions, you're always going to hear people. There'll be someone calling in later today who's going to say, hey, remember 07? Yeah. It's irrelevant. Because it's I one example. I Saquon. Well, I wouldn't play Daniel Jones. Yeah, neither would I. I'll and I'll tell that. you the reason. I'll start with him. I'll tell you why my gut feeling says don't play him. Daniel Jones is a week away from accomplishing something he has never accomplished in his NFL career. Do you know what that is? 
Uh, to get making the playoffs, that's obvious. Right, right, right. Uh, he's a week away from accomplishing, from accomplishing something. something. He had not done in his NFL oh, career. Make it through an entire season without missing a game for injury. Making it through yeah. an entire season. Well, he just healthy. did. Yeah. Right? But And he's coming off his best game of the year. Why not leave that the best feeling Going well, into the playoff let me, game. Let me further the first part of what you said, because yeah. I agree with you maybe for different reasons. Yeah. He's also coming off a game in which he ran the football how many times? Yeah, a bunch. And showed you, and I respect the hell out of this, hey, I'm going to go get that first down. Yes. I'm going to go score that touchdown. My body be damned. And while in a postseason game, run Daniel, run, and you're going to need Daniel to run, in a game that means absolutely nothing, Yeah. can you imagine the feeling you have because he's a football player, bro. He's not going to He's going to go make plays, right? Course, he's not going to think, oh, gee, golly, it's week 18. Let me slide. No, he's not. He's right. a football player. How? He, what's going to go through your mind when Jones is whirly-birding through the end zone right. and his body is flying through the no, air? Listen, I think if there's anybody that's even questionable at all, injury-wise, they don't play. But he's not questionable. I know. I don't play Barkley because there's nothing to be gained by it. Rest the legs. I don't play Daniel Jones for all the reasons we've just discussed. If you want to name three or four other guys that you don't want to play, I don't care who they are. Give every backup the opportunity to play. You could lose this game by 50. It don't mean a damn thing. It's not going to make the locker room upset. It's not going to change the specter of getting ready for the next game emotionally. You're a playoff team. Again, the order may change. It may not be the Vikings. Looks like it probably will it be will the Vikings. Likely, yes. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But you I mean, need the Niners to lose just for the record, and that doesn't seem like a likely scenario. Uh, right well, San Francisco's playing Arizona, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to lose. Philly can beat you by 50. They probably will. I don't even know what they're going to do with Jalen Hurts and all that stuff, nor do I really care. This is now about getting the New York Giants into the best position to beat, let's just assume, it's the Minnesota Vikings. If the Giants play nobody on Sunday, and then let's say they lose to the Minnesota Vikings, is anybody really going to think they lost the game because they took the foot off the gas? No, but not at all. if they play their regulars, and specifically to me, it's Daniel Jones. That's the guy who I'm thinking most about. You're right. If a guy's questionable, don't play him. Leonard Williams has a neck issue, don't play him. Right. But with Daniel Jones and the way he's played the position this year, and he's done it brilliantly, by the way, and they have unlocked what we all knew about him. His best attribute is his legs, and they've used it a lot. Think about how many times he's run the football this year. He's been great. It's all compliments. And knowing the way he plays football and knowing the desperation of the Eagles, because guess what? They are sort of desperate. They don't want to lose this division. Oh, no. See, the Eagles have to win this Yes. And I think Jalen Hurts is going to play, maybe not the entire game. I think if I'm the Eagles, I go out there trying to get a two-touchdown lead in the first half. Of course. And then start sitting guys down because the Giants really shouldn't be a threat. Because the Giants are not going to play well, their guys. Correct, the Eagles not winning the division is a disaster. Correct. The Eagles it, not being the number one seed is a disaster. They have to win this game on Sunday. So specifically with Jones, I'm talking about him. I ain't risking a damn thing. This guy's had an injury problem throughout his career. He plays the game tough, which you appreciate. I'm not risking anything on Sunday, and I don't think that leads to anything bad in the postseason. No, I mean, even play out the other side. Take injury out of it for just a second. Let's say he's 8 for 12, 130 yards, and a touchdown in the first half. So what? Doesn't matter. Like, there's nothing to be gained by it. There's no personal accolade he needs. He got his team into the playoffs. Now go get ready for a playoff game. And I got to tell you, 
you and I are both diehard Jet fans. You and I respect the New York Giants organizations and the organization, and they've been mocked, rightfully so, over the last six years because with the New York Jets, they've had the worst record in all of football. I have to tell you, as a football fan, having a playoff football game, albeit on the road, for the New York Giants, I'm excited for oh, it. Oh, no doubt. I love the fact that playoff football is back. And, of course, I'd rather it be the Jets but that's our lot to live. Yeah, but I also I think... I got playoff football uh, in two weeks with the New York Giants, and I'm pumped up I, for it. I, I, I speak for myself, but I think you'll agree with me on this. The Giant-Jet relationship, at least in my eyes, is different than any other local team relationship. The Met fan and the Yankee yeah, fan, we don't for the most each part, other. they don't like each other. The Nick fan and the Net fan, give me a break. Yeah, you like my winning streak right now? We don't even acknowledge your presence, oh, to of be course. fair. You sure know you that. Know. Hockey, same thing. Rangers right. and Islanders, everybody hates each other. To me, I've never, other than Christmas Eve 2011, other than that, I've never had a quarrel with the Giants. And most of the time, I'm happy for them. And as jealous as I am, because jealous is a fair word, okay. especially with the way envious. the season played out, envious, I am overall pretty happy for the Giant fan, especially because yeah. I've sat here with you, and we've all sat here, and we have watched over the last five years, and you've said this on the air, that the Giants have become the Jets. The Giants became a laughing stock. They became the team that fired coaches after two years consistently. Yep. Three of them in a row. Let's not lose track here. McAdoo, Shermer, Judge, two years, two years, two years, goodbye. McAdoo wasn't even a full two years. They had become us. And then they rose from the ashes in the most surprising season we've seen in a long time. And they've overachieved their way to a playoff spot. Yeah. So while I'm jealous, I'm also happy for them, for some Giants. Uh, listen, I'm excited that we got playoff football back. You know, uh, these uh, you know, December, January, February, March months for the last more than half a decade have been filled with... Uh, Watch other teams go celebrate. Other teams that normally don't make it make a run. The Bengals last year. Right. Bengals, although they, they were, you know, a very good team under Marvin Lewis, didn't win a single playoff game. They made the playoffs all the time. They, they just made couldn't win. They just couldn't win. <laughs> right. right. And we, we're sitting back going, this team makes a run. That team makes a run. And we know by Thanksgiving that we have no playoff football. This year we got it. And I'm, listen, if you told me the Giants won a Super Bowl, I'll sign up for that. It ain't going to happen, but I'll well, sign up for that. Let me walk you through a scenario. Yeah. Just a little scenario I was thinking about the other night. I've made it very clear to you, you disagree with me, that the Green Bay Packers are about to go on a deep postseason run. Okay? Yeah, you're not alone. Sit with me on this for a second. Packers win Sunday. They're the seventh seed. They're matched up first round of the playoffs with the Niners, and they pull off the upset. They knock them off. In San Francisco, Aaron Judge exercises the demons Aaron of Jimmy Garoppolo. Rodgers, but close. What did I say? Judge. Oh, sorry, guys. You're <laughs> <laughs> them. So Green Bay is now matched up second round against the Eagles. Giants play the Vikings, pull off the mild upset, beat them. They face the winner of Tampa Dallas. Isn't there a part of you licking your chops saying, bring that all, man? 100%. Bring on Tom Brady. Bring on the fraud Cowboys. Yeah. They ain't going to a championship game. I have just painted a sort of realistic, not fully, because I get it. You've got the, the Giants in the NFC Championship game at home against the Green Bay That's Packers. That's exactly what I That's have. That's what you have. I've just painted a scenario Why where not? MetLife Stadium is rocking. Now, you're going to lose that game. Yeah. My apologies. Fair enough. But you, I just painted a somewhat realistic scenario. Of the Packers going on a run, and you guys getting a little bit of a roadmap that's not that complicated. And be, Minnesota and Tampa? Minnesota and Dallas? Come on. By the way, you'd give yourselves more than a fighter shot in that. And that's what being in the playoffs allows you to do 
It allows you to dream the impossible dream to soar. Whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> but I know it's about flying somewhere, impossible heights or something like that. Anyhow, I'm envious. I'm jealous. But the New York Giants are in. Right? Let's enjoy that. Let's get into it. Uh, a couple of the things around the situation uh, with that terrible injury that we all watched Monday night with uh, DeMar Hamlin. And, you know, I, and I was afraid this was going to happen. And I'm, you and I are watching it happen every day in the two days since. And it's so objectionable to me uh, that I feel like I kind of have to comment on it because that's what we do for a living. You know, the focus of all the conversation should be, rightfully so, and I, I'd like to think you and I have done this the right way, uh, is about the kid, is about Hamlin. And then if you want to talk about all the things around it, the way the NFL medical staff ran to his aid, saved his life, all those things that came along with it, the broadcast, if you want to talk about that, all fair game, right? But it's all centered around what we watched on Monday night. Is that a fair assessment of for course. you, right? Yeah. And what's happening now is there's like... It's like a bunch of greased-up pigs trying to climb on top of each other to get to the top of some invisible totem pole to make themselves the story. The story is about the health and well-being of Hamlin. The story is about the heroes on the sidelines of that game that saved this young man's life. The story is about a mom watching her son go down like that. Uh, the story is about the medical staff in Cincinnati. You know, life-saving measures we learned today that his heart gave out when he got to the hospital. They had to resuscitate him a second time. That's being denied by his family, by the, or by was, his representative. Oh, well, there's a family no, no, member who said it. I, you're right. Yeah, yeah his just, uncle. Just the update okay, I heard I about an that. hour ago is that that part is being denied, but Whatever. who knows the truth. Right, right. You get, but that's the focus of us. Like, I heard a story much earlier today, and I was totally unaware of this, that the NFL goes through this training at every facility preseason, and then before the start of every game, the referees meet with the medical staff that's working the stadium for that game. And this is shocking to me. I want to give the NFL credit for it. I don't even know if you know this. There is a singular person at every single NFL game, bar none, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and that person has a singular responsibility and that is in the event of a catastrophic injury like what we saw Monday night there's a single person at that game whose only responsibility is to make sure that that person can breathe mm. like what oh, thank God they do like that level of detail attention to detail from a medical uh, positioning and it's never been used before but there is a person man or woman a medical professional whose only job at that game is in the case of something like Monday night, they intubate and make sure they have a breathing bag on a, on a player as soon as possible. Save this kid's life, right? There's also a lead dog, man or woman, from the medical staff who is in charge of all the other medical personnel. And they practice this. Like, and I'm amazed by that. And as much as we talk about what the NFL doesn't get right, a lot of times more about football than anything, Boy, they have this on lockdown. Save the guy's life. And they save this kid's life. But back to my point. It's now about, I want to make a name for myself. And I'm, I'm going to call someone out who did it, who I actually like a lot. Dan Orlovsky has become a very, very valuable voice breaking down NFL film on ESPN. I think he's great at what he does. 
And we all know he had kind of a joke of a career and stepped out of bounds in the end zone, didn't realize the whole thing, right? But he's a really good, thoughtful commentator on all things NFL. And he couldn't help himself yesterday trying to make himself the story. And he went on TV yesterday, you know, more than 24 hours after, you know, the terrible incident in which we're all talking about it and decided that he wanted everybody to know that he was going to pray for the young man. Well, we've all said a prayer from in our own private way, which is what prayer is about. You pray your own way. You don't invoke your type of prayer on me. I don't do it to you, right? And he took. He went on ESPN, and he made the other. I'd make. He had the his cohorts on that show bow their heads while he said a prayer. We get that you support him, and we all do. We're all in this together in our support and love and prayer that this kid sees this through. But to go on TV so that people can watch you say a prayer. It defeats the whole point of what prayer's all about. Prayer's not about going out in public in front of a million people on TV and showing people that, you know, you're going to say a prayer for someone. I think, I think it's disrespectful to the notion of religion and prayer. Pray privately for this young man and do it as often as you want. But that's what this is about now. Look how sensitive Dan Orlovsky is, that he took time out of his TV show to say a prayer. That prayer meant nothing to me. I thought it was it was tragic that he would actually use that pulpit to do what he did. Yeah, but a lot of people loved it. Yeah, be, because no one's got the balls to say right, No one's going to say How are you going to be critical you? of a guy who's saying a prayer for a young man? Aren't you skeptical? You know, aren't you skeptical? And I, I hate being like this, but I actually agree with you. Aren't you skeptical about almost everybody these yeah, days? Yeah, I though? am. Like everybody. Because it's not about me. It's not right. about you. It's not about Stephen A. It's not about Skip Bayless. It's about a guy laying in a hospital bed. That's the story. And as soon as you make yourself the story, I become immediately skeptical about you know, what your real interests Look, are. Look, I think there's a lot of people that are just doing their job. But even yesterday, this idea of, oh, ESPN did such an amazing job. They did this. They did that. You know what? Right now, I don't want to hear it. No. Is it really about them? Is it's it about not. the coverage? It's about the fact that this kid, this poor kid is still in the hospital fighting for his life. And so I'm not saying ESPN didn't do a good job. What I'm telling you is that even yesterday, hearing all the compliments and the bouquets is like, I don't want to hear that right now. No. Listen, I thought if you want to comment on the broadcast crew in the moment and how they handled, I, yeah, but, I, I'm okay but with you that. you see what I'm saying, though? Like, but yeah, yeah but that's of course not, you can. That, that's a story for people who cover the media. You know, our focus should be, A, on the kid, and then, yeah, at some point, I think today's that point, now we're allowed to kind of have the conversation you know, what should we do schedule-wise? Right. You know, because no matter how you slice it, they're going to have to make a decision that is going to impact seeding, maybe not the number one seed, but certainly two and three, as to are we flipping a coin? Like, are we going to play that game? Are we moving all the other games back? And that starts impacting, you know, potentially six other cities in the Ameri in the AFC that are going to have a playoff a, game. I don't see a realistic scenario where they're not going to have to either play the game or have seating deeply affected by not playing well, the game. Well, look, it, two, you know what I'm two and three is going to be affected if one isn't. Right. Right? It has to be. But now, you're going to have seeds affected. Now, obviously, a lot of it has to do with the results coming up this weekend. But if the results are what you sort of expect them to be, even if they're not what you sort of expect them to be, there's going to still be things 
that are up for grabs based on playing a football game. Yeah, I, I, listen, they're going to have to make an ultimate decision that the Bengals and Bills are going to have to agree with. Either they're going to say, listen, we want to play this game for all the obvious reasons, seeding, home field, all that stuff, or they're going to agree we're going to flip a coin or something along those lines. But the Buffalo lines. Bills going to be willing to give up the number one seed in the AFC to not play the game because if they win on Sunday and Kansas City wins on Saturday, right. they have to play that game for the number one seed other than you just saying, you know what, we'll give the Chiefs the one seed. They're right. a half game ahead of us. I doubt that's going to happen. I, I doubt it, too. I'm with you on that. And that, to me, that's an interesting part of this story now. Yeah. Because it's not even about getting it right or wrong. Now it's about, all right, what do the Bills and Bengals want to do? Right? And are we just going to, like you said, we're not just going to hand Kansas City the one seed that didn't earn it. Right? Well, the only way I'd ever feel okay with it is if the Buffalo Bills, the team getting hosed in it, say, we're good. Right. We'd rather not play the game, go take the one seed. I just, I can't imagine that. Right. Now, if the Bengals wind up, uh, you know, it's another thing about winning the division. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, obviously, if the Baltimore Ravens lose, and it looks like Lamar Jackson's not playing. So, you have to, if the Ravens lose to the Bengals. Settles the division. Settles the division. Right. So, now you and the Bills, in theory, if Kansas City wins and New England beats the Bills, now you're arguing about, are you the two-seed or am I the two-seed, right? Two and three. Right. Uh, you want to flip a coin on that? I can see that, maybe, because uh, it just changes where you'd play that second-round game. Well, it also but creates... But it's on the table. If the Chiefs lose, now all of a sudden the Bengals have a chance at the one seed. So right. There's, there's so many scenarios yeah. that make the game important. Now, is it important enough for the NFL to say, we're going to find a way to play it? Or do they make a decision with the teams to say... This, because of the schedule and because of having to change the playoffs, right. we're not going to do it. That's for them to decide. Yeah. But the Bills and Bengals, I think, have to have a voice in it. I would think so. Because it, it affects them. By the way, there's a revenue aspect of it. You know, playing another home playoff game. Uh, there's TV ratings that get involved, so the networks, in theory, would have to have a voice in it. So anyway, it gets, starts getting complicated, but, you know, it does, it starts Saturday. If Kansas City beats the Raiders... And let's just, for the sake of argument, say they do. That at least starts to answer some of the questions. Right, right. So the, it all starts Saturday. And, of course, uh, the weekend ends Sunday night with that Detroit-Green Bay game. Means nothing at all to Detroit other than trying to, you know, knock Green Bay out no, of the playoffs. No, it's not true. If Seattle loses, they can make the playoffs. No, they'd have to win. Right. You're right. You're right. The if Detroit Seattle Lions. And they'll know by the time that game starts. Like, when that game starts, they're going to know, are we playing for something or are we not playing for something? I guess I was just assuming they wouldn't win. But I, should, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't make that assumption. Well, no, but you're assuming the Seahawks are going to win at home against the Rams, which I understand you assuming, but I didn't know you trusted Geno Smith. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't at all. Baker Mayfield versus Geno Smith. I couldn't be rooting for Baker Mayfield anymore. Yeah. I want Baker Mayfield. Is that game in Seattle? Or that, is that game is in Seattle. I want Baker Mayfield to go into Seattle and end I, Geno Smith's by the season. Way, I have nothing. This has nothing to do with Geno. Yeah. I agree with you because I think Lions-Packers, mano y mano for a playoff spot is awesome. Is freaking awesome. Yeah, that, that is awesome for all the obvious And no reasons. offense to Seattle. Like, they're not going anywhere. I could see the Lions or the Packers actually making a run, as crazy as that may seem. All right, we got lots to do. 877-337-6666. The Giants, I don't think it's a difficult decision, but they got to make it. And that is, uh, do you play anybody of import uh, this weekend against the Philadelphia Eagles? Now, you recognize in sitting your stars and your starters – you are handing the division and the number one seed Who cares? to a hated rival. Who cares? I'm just putting it out there. Do you care? You are giving them the title. Oh, hold on. Big Mac Giant fan, do you care that you're handing it to the Eagles? No, I don't care. Bill okay. Doogie, do you care? No, I don't uh, care. Yeah. 
They don't care. That was your Tommy Lou Gower impersonation? That was my Lou Gimmick impression. You went yeah. feminine, uh, high-pitched on that? I just went high-pitch. I didn't necessarily... Well, you were a little feminine. You were a little feminine. Let me no, call my I wife and ask you. You were a little feminine. How about that? Is that there a better, is no uh... giant fan. Yeah. Who's good? Because think about this, Craig. Here's what you're missing. Yeah. If you don't hand the Eagles the division, right. you're helping Dallas win the division. Right. I mean, either yeah. way. Dude. I mean, someone's winning the division, not name you. And it's one of the two teams, because I think Washington over the last decade has made you hate them less for obvious reasons. Yeah. It's Dallas or Philly. Take your well, pick. Well, it's really not even that close on those, that either. It's Philly. It's not even close. By, yeah. the, by the way, I think, there's, I think there's a benefit to the Giants uh, having the Eagles win the division. What's the benefit? You would, if I have it correct, you wouldn't have to play them to the championship game. Uh, I'd rather play the Cowboys or Tampa. The not, second ne- not necessarily. No? No, because if, if Green Bay doesn't pull right. off the upset, right. which I'm predicting, maybe you're joining me, then you recede. And then, they would be locked up against the number one seed. Yeah. Yeah. You can't think about it that way, really. You can't think about Philly or Dallas or how this affects me. You've got to think about it as I got to make sure that when I play the Vikings or Niners, I am as healthy as I've ever been. And let me tell you this right now. I love Brian Dable, coach of the year. The guy's been amazing. If Daniel Jones gets hurt in a meaningless football game, oh. I don't know about you guys, I'd be fuming. How could you not be fuming? They were giant yeah. fans annoyed that Adoree Jackson got hurt returning kicks. Yeah. Right. It's T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Carton and Roberts on the fan, WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Meanwhile, while the New York Giants are getting ready for a playoff game in a week and a half and trying to figure out what to do this weekend against the Eagles, oh boy, our New York Jets are going in a different direction. Robert Sala said about Zach Wilson, because this story just doesn't want to die, and I'm quoting now, through hell or high water, we're going to figure out how to get him to where we know he can be. End of quote. <laughs> oh, it doesn't mean boy. anything. Oh, yes, it does. Okay, I'm going to read your it quote. It means that you're not reading the room is what it means. I'm going to read your quote. Ain't no reason to even talk about Zach Wilson. Well, no, no. He was asked about Zach Wilson. And I'll tell you what. Yeah, we'll talk so about Zach after like, the season. Yeah, but in fairness. Okay, that's that, the answer. That's the answer. Yeah. But By the he, way, why, why do you have two pieces of wood in front of you? 
Oh, this is the greatest giveaway in sports history. It's a pe- uh, replica quartz from Barclays Center. Replica quartz from Barclays. May I yeah. say? I uh, will not destroy. I promise. Just throw me one. Throw you this yeah, great just giveaway. Throw me. It's a, ah, it's a piece of wood. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I got nervous. Caught it. Cut me. You're well, you me. told me to throw a piece of wood at your head. Yeah, but you cut my hand. Wow, whose fault is that? Mine. You shouldn't have asked me to throw uh, a piece I'm, of I'm wood at you. I'm trying to figure out if this is uh yeah, it's a sticker, dude. I knew no, it it's a not a sticker. It's it a was sticker. hand-painted on. This is not hand-painted First 5,000 fans got it at yeah. Barclays, and yeah, it's hand-painted. Yeah, they hand sat there, and they painted. hand-painted 5,000 of them? Yeah. It's a sticker. No, I knew it was not. a sticker. It's not a sticker. Evan, I can make this for Don't you. Don't peel it off. I'm just checking. That's my Barclays yeah, center floor. You can feel it. <laughs> I mean, they, they took a two-by-four, they cut it into about a seven-inch piece by five-inch piece, and they put a sticker on it and then repurposed it as a giveaway. You don't think it's awesome? No, I don't. Why? Because of all the exposed wood. No, no, but that's behind, you put that on the it's back. It's cheesy. You show the front, which is the court. Yeah, but you should at least have put a sticker on all four sides, too. Oh, don't you think? What, what the hell of a It's just like you? exposed, and it's not like, you know, uh, textured wood. No. Or like old barn wood that's got some cool, you know, personality besides, to it. Besides, They went to Home Depot. They bought a bunch of two-by-fours, or actually different. And they cut it, they threw a sticker on it, and they gave it yeah, to it's you. it's not stained or anything? It's not, it's not even stained. Craig, besides Odger, what are the Knicks giving you when you go to Madison Square Garden? They don't Garden? give me pieces of wood they to carry They don't give out. you anything, but... And by the way, they wouldn't do that at the Garden because someone's going to hit over the head. <laughs> That's They're not stupid. It's like bat day at Yankee Stadium. You know when you get your bats? On the way out. Yes. Yeah. They don't even do bat day anymore, I don't think. I think they, they did it last, two years ago. If my recollection, but it was like the mini bat. I think the replica court giveaway is a tremendous giveaway. Kudos. I'm going to actually give credit to Joe Sy. Good job, Joe. I mean, they've mismanaged that team, that building. Mismanaged the team. They're the best team in the world right now. They fell into that. (laughs) They fell into that. I don't care how they got there. Because they started leaving Kyrie alone. Let him (laughs) play basketball and shut up, and we're all good. Here's uh, Brian at Colt Snack. Brian, what's good, buddy? Hey, Craig and Evan. How you guys doing? Great. Um, appreciate the, uh, the Saturday show, Craig. I listen every Thank week. Um, but I just want to say, listen, I think the Giants have to play their starters. And before you jump on me, listen, I hear the points that you guys made. I get it. Yeah. Jones or somebody gets injured, everybody will freak out. But hear me out. The last time they played them, they got slapped around at home. Slapped around. Yeah. And we're going to say that they're going to come back and clinch the bye the first time we play them again. We didn't even have half of our players playing last time. Now we have a chance. Hertz is coming back. They want Hertz to get into a groove. They want us to play our backups. If we come out with our players and beat them, I mean, that's just that sets a tone for the Dable era. I yeah, really think but I, I think, let me, there's the two guys that they Evan and I are most focused on, and you could add you know, Lawrence you know, Williams and other guys, I guess. Uh, you know, Saquon Barkley, if you remember, after that one game, he had like 35 carries, whatever it was. Yes, the Texans. Texans. And for a month after that, he wasn't right. He had, I think his best game was about 40 yards from scrimmage, whatever it was. And I'm sure I'm off on a, by a couple. You can't have that happen. Your only shot, even though Minnesota's a very beatable team, is Saquon Barkley's got to play the way he played the first six weeks and the way he looked the last couple weeks. So what? What is the upside? No, the upside. Let's just use him alone. Take out everybody else. No, but Brian, Brian gave you the upside. Yeah. I, I happen to disagree with it respectfully. He's what, saying that you that beat that Philly. It builds momentum going into the. But playoffs. you have That's momentum. Yeah. See, the point is, if you play all your backups, so thank you, Brian. 
you don't all of a sudden lose the momentum. No, no, Craig, I agree with you. I'm just telling you that's his point. Okay. His point is, and I disagree with him, and there's no, by the way, there's no exact science yeah, to but, this. But, Evan, play out the, the, the other part of it. What? You play your starters, and they beat you by 30. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Then your momentum is Craig, shot. Craig, either way, no, it, it's not. I think you're both wrong. I don't think anything that happens in Week 18, barring guys getting hurt, is going to impact the wild card weekend against the Minnesota Vikings. No, I'm, I'm using his argument. No, I'm I saying if his argument is momentum, I disagree with his argument. Okay. But if you look back in the annals of NFL history, this happens every year. Doesn't happen to us because we're not in the playoffs, but it happens every year. Yep. And if I wanted to, I'm not because I ain't going to bore myself and I'm not going to bore you. Thank God. You can find examples of look at the momentum. You can find examples of see, week 17 or now 18 meant nothing. There's it. no science to this. I agree. So I'm going basic here. And that basic thought is, I've got a team that's been injured throughout this season. Adore Jackson hasn't played. Leonard Williams has missed time for the first time in his NFL career. Aziz Ojolari's been banged up. I've got a quarterback that, not this year, other than that one game where he missed a few snaps, has an injury history. You mentioned Saquon looking like he's worn down. I'm not effing around. Yeah, that's my only point. This idea of momentum or no momentum or what beating the Eagles does. I, what does it mean? We're, listen, you and I are in lockstep. I don't play anybody. I do the best I can with a shell of my starters. I give all of them off. I wouldn't play Love. I, I, I know McKinney just came back. I wouldn't play him either. I want to be as healthy as possible going into a playoff game that I the, think I can win. So the, the one caveat I'd give is with a guy like Xavier McKinney and even Leonard Williams to a degree, I'd almost leave it up a little bit to them saying – Will it help you? Because McKinney's only played one game since he's come back. Right. Would it help you to be out there, even if it's for half right. the snaps? So I think sometimes you got to talk to the player, and it's a case-by-case situation. But overall, here's the point I disagree with with our last caller. I don't think beating the Eagles does anything for you. I agree. I don't think that. I don't think it helps you beat Minnesota. Yeah, I don't think it does anything. Yeah. So I wouldn't treat it as such. I would treat it as i got to make sure I'm at my best going into next weekend against likely the Vikings. That's it. Yeah, and Brian and by Dable the way, has said I, that. You want you want every bit of the Vikings, every bit of them. Oh, for San Francisco, hundred percent, no question. San Francisco is a very tough out for a lot, so many reasons. They got all the weapons on offense. A kid who's playing with crazy confidence and defensively. Let's be honest, the New York Giants' offense ain't the strength. They would have a very tough time scoring points, enough points to win, if they had to play San Francisco. You want no part of it. No, no, I think we all agree with that. I think yeah. it is universal that you want the Niners to take care of business on Sunday. And it doesn't mean the Giants are a lock to beat the Vikings. What no. it means is they have a chance to beat okay, the Vikings. They're going to be underdog, be like three and a half, four points, and they're going to go on the road with a chance to win. Yeah. A fighter's chance. And if you get lucky, the NFL will not forget, although we respect the fact they were rightfully distracted by the Hamlin stuff, uh, you hope that later today when they announce all the fines and suspensions going into Week 18 that uh, Justin Jefferson is suspended for the rest of the year Stop. for his vicious physical Stop. attack Stop. on a referee last Stop. week. And we're not going to pretend like it didn't happen because didn't we watched happen. it. It didn't happen. Oh, no, it happened. I watched it. No, it didn't. And all, I, I, I love watching the kid play. He's the best wide receiver in football. He should be uh, in the conversation so, for MVP. Craig, he should also be suspended you, for the rest of the year. Do you believe in magic? You know I do. I'm a magician. Okay. Sometimes when we watch things on TV, we see things that appear different than the reality. Okay? 
Justin Jefferson appears to take off to his helmet and vicious, slam it into a referee's back. To be viciously yeah. attacking a referee as if this is the WWE. That's yeah. not what was happening. It's not? You showed me a video earlier today from a completely different sport that boggled my mind. Oh, it was the uh, Draymond Green, uh, Clay Thompson uh, game a couple nights ago against Atlanta. Okay. Where Draymond Green has the basketball. Clay Thompson comes around like on a curl and Draymond Green never gives him the ball, and then suddenly Clay just has the ball, right. and Draymond doesn't. What? Dude, it looks like magic. I completely agree. It looks like magic. It is magic. So I've seen the video a hundred times, and here's what I'll agree with, Craig. Yeah. You never see Draymond Green magically get the ball he to Clay Thompson. He doesn't pass him the ball. Right. And all of a sudden, Clay's got the ball, he's shooting it. But you would admit, much like the Justin Jefferson thing, what we saw is different than the reality. No. The I would reality, not agree with that. The reality is, at some point, Draymond Green got the basketball no. to Clay Thompson. Just like the reality is, Justin Jefferson I disagree. did not viciously attack yes, a referee. Watch it again, maybe. I did. I watched it again, too. I watched everything ten times. First off, it should have been a flag for taking his helmet off. Okay, so he didn't throw a flag. Fair enough. Helmet off. Pissed off. He only had one catch against Sire Alexander, right? We mm -hmm. understand the frustration. Took it off, slammed it into the referee's back, and then slammed it again on the sideline. I, mean, well, I don't know what you guys you are looking think, at, but I'll tell you what I'm looking at. If that's not worthy of a suspension, then it's open season on referees. That's not true. They all, I'll tackle one tomorrow. Is this Miles Garrett all over again? Do you remember what Miles yes, Garrett did? Yes, he took off the helmet of whatever quarterback it was. Uh, and hit him in the head with it. Okay. Yeah. That's different. That Why? was a malicious attack because he was purposely doing it. Justin Jefferson accidentally. Took off his mistake. own helmet. He mistakenly no. took off his own helmet? No, no. He took off his whole helmet. Absolutely. Sorry, so let's go step by step. Took off his helmet. I agree. So he takes full responsibility. He took off his own helmet. 100%. He's now holding his own helmet. 100%. No one's helping him. No one's forcing him. No gun to his No head. magic. I'm with He you. then raised the helmet above his own head. All because of him. He then came down towards the ground with that same helmet. All right so far. Hit a referee on the upper shoulder, the back area. He didn't see the referee. The referee is standing right in front of him. You think Justin Jefferson purposely attacked the referee? Yes. Stop yes, it. I do, you're sir. You're nuts. You're nuts. All right, well, listen. Now I know the rules. As long as I know the rules, I'll play by. <laughs> what? You can viciously attack referees? I can now take my helmet off whenever I want, and I can attack a referee with my helmet. You want to heavily fine him? I got no problem with that. No, I don't even care about the money. I want to suspend him from Why playing. Why do you want to suspend him from playing? Because I want the Giants to win the game. There you go. All right? And I think it's deserving. No, it's not. Yes. It was a mistake. He should apologize. I think he already has. But it was well, not hold on. done time on out, purpose. Come out, come out. He apologized? Did he? I'm asking. No, did he? You just said he already had. I assume he did. I don't well, know. You may, now you make an assumption that he apologized. I'm going to find out if he I did. I would ask the question, what did he apologize for? For accidentally hitting a referee for with his accidentally helmet. accidentally slamming his helmet into a referee standing right in front of him out of frustration. Yes. Oh. Yeah, but no, no. He oh. didn't see the referee. He didn't see the referee standing right in front of him. Okay, sure. Let's see. Yeah. Justin Jefferson apologizes for terrifying Viking fans with... Celebrate. No, that's no, not that's it. the fake uh, hamstring injury. <laughs> that's not the yeah. apology I'm looking for. Yeah, that's the fake hamstring injury. God, I hope he apologizes. Oh, look, this is the, um, what magazine is this? Hmm, Viking star Justin Jefferson risks hefty punishment from the NFL after hitting a ref with his helmet as frustrations reach boiling point in heavy loss to Packers. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Well, no, that's someone's opinion. I'm telling you I disagree. I don't no, think no. he should be suspended. That is a... That is coverage 
that is describing what took place yes, he the same way I'm describing it. I disagree it. with you, and I disagree with the coverage. He accidentally okay. hit the referee. All right, um, how do I put this now out? Now you're I'm quoting gonna, media headlines no, no. to say you're right? All right hold cares? on a second. Hold on a second. I'm gonna, just give me one second. Go ahead. Save him a jazz. Okay, I'm going to tweet something right now, okay? <laughs> yeah. And you tell, what's an AVIF file? What the hell is that? AVIF? Yeah, I got to save it as an AVIF. I never heard of AVIF. I will right, give it a shot. I doubt I'm going to be able to tweet this, though. Hold on one second. <laughs> I'm going to, if I can't re- retweet it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show it to you here. I'll just walk over all there. Right? I don't and care. And then you're going to tell me, all right, if you think this is, oh, <laughs> It was an accident. I'm telling you. I watched the video. He didn't mean to assault a referee. He didn't mean to. Now, should there be some kind of penalty for that? I'm not disagreeing with that. I wouldn't suspend him for the year. I wouldn't sit out the giant for the rest of the year. Stop. Uh, You know tonight. Now you just become like a desperate giant shill. No, no. And I I didn't see that coming. Dude, I'm not even a Giants fan. I know that, but you become one. I am not becoming a giant shill. I'm not a giant fan. Listen, I'm rooting for the Giants too, but I got to be fair. I can't demand the guy be suspended yes. because, you know, I want the Giants to have a better chance to win. Can, can one of you guys come over and help me out? All of a sudden, I got a poll-up. I don't want a poll. You have a poll-up? Yeah. How do I get rid of that? Can you do this for me, please? Lugie is walking in so casual. I have no idea how to do this thing. <laughs> He's taking his smiley time. faces. I got emojis. I don't want to ask you a question. I don't want to do a oh, remove poll. All right, there you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lugie strolls in casually, just points and says, Remove poll. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, remove poll. <laughs> um, I got to find a way to save this. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know what an AVIF file is. I'll figure it out. I'm going to show it to you. Do you want me to come I'm over gonna, there? Uh, yeah, I want to come right. over. Let me see. Come on over. You tell me uh, what you just said, that he doesn't know the refs in front of him. He doesn't. He's looking down. He's looking right, right at well, That's a picture out of context, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> out of context. <laughs> I know what you guys are doing, and it's yeah. wrong. You You're know taking a picture where it appears he's doing something that he's not actually it, doing. It's not that he appears, it's that he's doing it. You act as if he's staring at the ref saying, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to smash him with my helmet. That's come on. I mean, how do you not see it that way? Because it's not what happened. I saw the video. I watched it too. He's looking down. I watched down. the video. I look at a still shot. He's got to control his emotions. You want me to rip him? I'll rip him. But not for the idea that he purposely was attacking an official because that didn't happen. But, yeah, of course, he's got to he's got to show more control on the field. No yeah. doubt. Oh, you think? No doubt. I yeah. agree with that. Well, I'm going to treat this out right now. And you want to find him, right. find him. Find him. You have to suspend him for the rest of the year. He wasn't uh, even thrown out of the game. The official who got hit didn't even eject him from the game, and he could By the way, he didn't even get a flag <laughs> on it. I don't know what that official's thinking. Um, hold on a second. By the way, the um, one thing I, I definitely have to admit I'm wrong about, though, Craig, I'm surprised about is he never did apologize. Like, no. I can't find a, hey, I didn't mean to, I'm sorry. Does it exist? Am um, I missing it or something? I have no, oh, I said red. Can, can, no, now you got to edit this. Can you edit stuff on Twitter? This is such a pain what, in the what, ass what now. What did you do now? Isn't there, I said red instead of ref. Oh, whatever. Just yeah. underneath it go, my bad meant this. Uh, my bad. Yeah. Now Oops. I'm writing my bad. Whoopsie. <laughs> Evan Roberts said J Day didn't see oopsie. the red. Oopsie doopsie. Yeah, I say oops. <laughs> oops. What is it? Oops. Oopsie doopsie. Didn't see. <laughs> is there an edit button now on Twitter? I didn't well, know if there was. I thought there, there was. There is not an edit There's button. There's not an edit button. Uh, Elon hasn't done that yet. <laughs> That's coming. <laughs> 
Oh, you're going to lose this one. Uh, I'm going to lose this one because you're going to get Giant fans to agree with you because they don't want him to play in two weeks. Because the referee is standing right in front of him. And Justin. And he's about to get slammed by the guy's helmet. And Justin Jefferson is not looking at him. He doesn't see him. Evan, (laughs) the guy's standing three inches away from him. How does he not see him? Why do you think I would go out of my way to defend him? I have no connection with him. I have no idea. I'm fascinated He wasn't on my fantasy team. I'm just being honest. I'm Uh, calling it like it is. I don't understand how you guys don't see this and find it objectionable. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's objectionable. Yeah, because this he poor should... ref is defenseless. He... It's like, a, it's like a, a cheap shot from behind. He can't defend himself. He shouldn't have ripped his helmet off. He shouldn't have thrown it down. I agree with all that. Yeah. But he didn't purposely hit the ref with his helmet. Yeah. And you want him banned for life, essentially. <laughs> I mean, that's what you want. You want the guy thrown out of the league. Well, I'm just saying, you have to consider it. <laughs> you, do, you, gotta, you gotta consider you gotta all consider. things right now. You can't have violence like this in the NFL. Here's Jose in Allentown. Jose, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Craig? All good, all good. Hey, listen, uh, my point, um, I know what you guys think about the Giants resting their guys, but I think they should play them. You know, history shows when we played the Patriots back in 07 and we lost by three. That gave us Thank you. Going. I mean, it's, 250. It, 250, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there you go. No, hey, listen, you're not obviously you're right about what happened then, but I just – I don't see that connection. Like, we always bring it up because it's no. the one example we can remember. But what about yeah. every single season when teams have to make this decision? Like, we don't know if necessarily playing your guys translates into success in the postseason. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, the thing with me is I don't see this as a, a year where we're going to – this is a, a rebuild year. I still think, you know, Giants are a ways off. So, I would like to stick it to the Eagles just for what they did to us back when Joe ah, was I know we weren't going to do it to them, but – you well, know, listen, just, that, we're, we're building a winning culture. That is, that is something, and thank you, Jose. I, we knew that was coming, the payback for two years ago. But I, as I will tell you now, as I it's told not- you then, you were 6-10. and 10. You can't be mad at anybody for doing whatever they did uh, to get you in. You won six games. Yeah. Now, the Eagles screwed you. Not saying they didn't. But you can't cry about not getting in at six Look, and ten. You want to screw the Philadelphia Eagles? Yes, I do. Uh, no, not me. I'm not a Giants fan. <laughs> yeah, but I'm you sorry. Do. My bad. No, no, no. You do because yeah. you hate Philadelphia, foo Philly, and if the I Giants. Love Philly, they're good people. Well, you flip flop on this issue every other day. I can't figure you out. But if you want to stick at the Philly, beat them in the postseason because then it matters to you. Right now, winning yeah. on Sunday makes no difference. And I appreciate Joe Quan bringing up a specific example from '09. The New Orleans Saints sat their starters finally. This guy on Twitter. Oh, nice. I like Joe. Seems like a nice guy. That's right. Joe Quan reminded me and the audience that the Saints had lost two in a row, sat all their starters final week of the year in 09, had a three-game losing streak, went into the playoffs, and as you may recall, went out and won the Super Bowl. Bingo. So I'm not saying that means anything. What I'm doing is I'm counterbalancing the citing 07 card. Because we're going to cite 07 because we all remember it. We all love it. It was awesome. Like, it was great. John Madden was crying. Remember that story? Yeah, yeah. John Madden said, that was the greatest thing, Coach Coughlin, you've ever done in the history of football. I love it. It's amazing. It's great. Fantastic. It means nothing to this year. Just like 09 Saints mean nothing to this year. I have a football team who's been banged up all year. The Giants have battled injuries the entire season. Week 18, with nothing on the line, I'm not messing around. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.